I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Avatar The Last Gambrenders, rewatch show here on AfterBuzz TV. We're all stuck in quarantine right now, so why not fill our time with rewatching the greatest show of all time? Right over here, we've got our resident Earthbender, Gunner Texera. How you doing, Gunner? I love everything in my Earth Kingdom, but I'm still a waterbender at heart, and we were missing our Earth. Bender master, but we love her so much. All right, and we've got our resident newbie, our waterbender, Elgin Ball. What do you think, bud? Yo, yo, guys, what's up? I'm wearing red, but I'm a waterbender at heart, and I'm ready to talk about this episode today. All right, and behind the scenes, we got our producer, Ryan Nilsson, our swamp bender. Ryan, how you doing today? That's right, I'm a swamp bender, and I am, uh... <laughs> guys, I'll tell you. The past few weeks, the world's been in a swamp, but I feel like we're starting to bend ourselves out of it. <laughs> Great there we pun. go. Love that, Ryan. It. And unfortunately, our airbending master, Alexis, is not here today with us, but she will be back next week, so don't worry. And I'm Eric Jewell, your resident firebender, and I'm more than happy to take over and head our way for everybody today. <laughs> All right, so this week, we watched episodes 9 and 10, The Waterbending Scroll and Jet. We're finally at the halfway point of the season, guys. Like, it's already crazy to me that we're already halfway there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So <laughs> we've only watched these two episodes for this week. So we're not going to be talking about anything in the future episodes. So please try not to spoil anything in the comments or the live chat. As we've said, Elgin is a newbie. This is his first time ever watching the show. So we're trying to keep him as clean as possible before we head into the rest of the season. You guys ready to get into the episode? Heck yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, so first we're going to talk about episode nine, The Waterbending Scroll. Then right after that, we're going to jump into our favorite segment, Bingo, which Gunner has for us this week. Yes, I do. I'm not going to reveal that what we have in store. All right, so let's get into episode nine, guys, The Waterbending Scroll. So first off, we pick up pretty much right after where our last episode ended with Aang just freaking out, understandably, from what Roku told him that he has to master all four elements within the first year. Now, you guys agree this is a pretty natural reaction for Aang to have right now with all this information thrown at him, Elgin? Uh, yeah, definitely. I felt like the stakes were a little bit higher, especially in the first five minutes of that episode. Um, just him trying to figure out what he's going to do. And obviously, Katara is not that good of a teacher because he's kind of surpassed her already. But that was pretty funny to see. Yeah, speaking of Katara not being a great master and pretty much just not a great waterbender yet right now, we quickly have the group head into a village and run into some pretty scary looking pirates, especially for a kid's show, pretty intimidating there. And the group steals a waterbending scroll. Katara starts trying to teach Aang some waterbending and Aang pretty much overtakes her immediately. Now, I kind of agree. I'm in the same boat as Katara where Aang is doing this stuff for the first time. And Katara's been doing this. This has been part of her for her entire life. I completely think it's justified that Katara starts freaking out at Aang. Maybe she might have blown it a bit out of proportion. But if somebody, if I'd been doing something my entire life and somebody picks up on it within the first five minutes of me teaching them that well, I would be understandably angry. Gunner, are mm -hmm. you in the same boat as me or am I just completely wrong here? No, not wrong in the least bit because it's not even that he picks it up so easily it's that this is something that she struggled herself it took her months mm -hmm. to push and pull months to do the streaming of the water so for him to just naturally get it which 
Obviously, she wasn't quite realizing that air bending and water bending share such similarities in technique and form. Quartz can be natural. It's on its opposite element. It's on a challenging, different form of element. It's going to come naturally to him. And she is a good teacher. She explains things really well. But Katara's reaction is completely valid because he's so, his optimism can be so obnoxious sometimes and wanting to just be, oh, you're fine. Don't worry. I just like, must be pretty lucky. And it's just like, do you ever stop? Yeah, really. So Elgin, this scroll is a pretty big deal for Katara. And as far as I'm aware, this is really the only bending scroll that we see throughout the series. So it's kind of interesting that they focused an entire episode around that. But Elgin, would you have risked your life and your friend's life just to get this one scroll for you to learn how to bend? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. And I, I see why she did it, because it wasn't just any type of scroll, but it was a water bending scroll. And eventually, like she said, yeah, they stole it from another waterbender. So why not take That's back? That's a good point. Yeah. There? And plus they're pirates. They're not really like nice. Not all that honorable anyway. in how they got it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. So jumping over to Zuko and Iroh, we have our first ever mention of Pai Show. Iroh has lost his white lotus tile, and conveniently, they end up going to the same marketplace that Aang and Katara and Sokka have all been, and they run into the same pirates, so we get a little bit of a pirate team up there. Then quickly, pirates all kidnap Aang, Katara, and Sokka, and Katara realizes that Zuko is the one that has her mother's necklace. Elgin, did you think there was going to be a bit more of... A fight there or did you think more would come of that in this episode um i think because that particular episode was based around water bending in, in some sort of sense i felt like i was gonna see like a guitar versus zuko fight uh just because they did have screen time prior to uh when he was like holding her necklace hostage so i really wanted there to be a moment with that but i, I still like the fight scene uh with the pirates and the firebenders and the avatar team so yeah speaking of that fight scene also going into the next episode this plays into there as well mm -hmm. i'm always blown away anytime we have a non-bender fighting a bender and actually mm -hmm. holding their own like you never think that somebody who naturally has a weapon built into their body, you would think they just have a better chance of winning. Am I wrong, Gunner? Do you think that I'm wrong in thinking this? Well, I feel like the common mistake is to think that it's a weapon when more it is a muscle. Every muscle must be trained and technique. And a guitar is a pure example of that. Aang, even though he's 112 years old and he had a hundred year gap, he was 12 and living at a temple dedicated to airbending so he is no master yet but he is a natural at it and Ari has a few years with it Katara unfortunately loses her mother at a very young age and so she basically self-teaches which is no way to knock at that but non-benders show their ground and show they can handle themselves just as much as these magically gifted individuals yeah that's a good point and also we haven't seen a fight that Zuko has lost against another bender yet so Zuko there you go mm -hmm. just goes to show that you just have to strengthen your, like what you said, your muscle into fighting more like this. Mm -hmm. So finally, at the end of this episode, we have a boat chase. That, that was kind of interesting to see because we've mostly just been like flying in the sky the whole time. So it's interesting for them to see something that they're surrounded by water. This is more of Katara's element. Mm -hmm. And we easily see that Aang picks up on water bending very quickly with how he is able to just fight these pirates off on the boat. 
And then he and Katara finally put their skills together and stop the boat. Unfortunately, they still get pushed over a waterfall. Did any of you guys think anything like this would happen before Appa flies in, finally seeing our bison whistle come to come working for us? So Elgin, Appa's the MVP here, right? Just making a clutch save at the end of the oh, episode yeah. like this? Definitely. I, I I did not see that coming, but I, I enjoyed the ironic uh, twist at the end with the whistle because the, all the jokes at the beginning, so I found that to be very funny. But I was not expecting a boat fight, which I thought was interesting, but I feel like there could have been a little bit more with that in terms of like a tar because she only had like that one move like i wanted to see something more but uh, it was all right i'm pretty sure i'll see more of that in the future that's just me being water bending crazy at the moment so <laughs> yeah gunner elgin makes a good point there saying he thought because this was a katara heavy episode with her learning these moves do you think she should have had a bit more to do in that fight at the end as well or what are your opinions for that i think Katara isn't at that point yet. Katara is a complete newbie. She, yes, is the water teacher and master to Aang in, in mm -hmm. his respect, but she is a complete newbie. It is just like she's in the same boat as Aang and she's not there yet, but she's also one of the baddest chicks on the show. So don't worry. She is 100% gonna pull her way and keep her strength. And this is a for sure heavy uh, Katara episode. Both of these are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I... Personally, I love the fact that Katara had more to do in this episode. It's not that she hadn't had a lot to do before, but this is the first episode that really focused on something Katara wants to do and is such mm -hmm. a big part of who she is. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So before we jump to our bingo board, do either of you guys uh, have a lesson that you guys think was learned from this episode for our characters? We'll start with you, Gunner. Only steal from pirates, kids. That's all you got to know. <laughs> oh, that was don't my steal. Lesson. Don't steal. I'm not approving <laughs> stealing or robbery at all whatsoever. I'm not endorsing that. What about I'm you, Elgin? It. I'm definitely <laughs> endorsing it. Steal from pirates all the time. That's my lesson. Yeah, I have my big lesson that I think is, especially for Katara here, is don't compare yourself to other people's accomplishments. Oh, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas Aang picked up on all of this so quickly but Katara's been working her whole life, so she just has to focus on this is something. Also, Aang was right. It probably does help that he's the Avatar. Probably gives him a bit of an edge there. Also, my second favorite lesson, who we get this from Iroh, is him saying, I always say, the only thing better than finding something you are looking for is finding something you weren't looking for at a great bargain. Again, we had just a little bit of a good gold piece from Iroh right there. So great way to hilarious. end that episode with that, yeah. All right, so Gunner, let's head on over. Bingo, what did we get for this episode? So let's take some guesses. What do both of you think from the bingo board? We know we're all, we both are watching it, but what do you two think? I'll have just quick thoughts like before you, I reveal. I think we probably got four in a row, but probably not five. Elgin? I'm gonna you, Elgin? say, we're going to be optimistic like Aang. We're going to say, we got bingo. <laughs> well, if our lovely swamp bending master can pull up the bingo board, we unfortunately did not get bingo this week. Oh, but man. we came very close, and we have some very exciting ones that we had. We had the introduction to the whistle. We have Katara's necklace returned to her talking about her mother. 
We have an angry Zuko, which is just always a classic. The Cabbage Man makes his appearance once again. Yes, I forgot oh, to yes, mention that. I forgot about that. I almost, <laughs> even when I was doing this bingo board, I said, like, oh, we haven't seen the Cabbage Man. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Yes, we did. We did see him. We have Waterbending, which is our main focus of this episode. A very angry Katara. Mm-hmm. A, some new characters and a new uh, animal that, I'm going to call it a parrot dragon at this moment i had to research what it's called again yeah yeah Sokka mentioned it was like a reptile bird was there and i was just like oh okay yeah that's an interesting that... one that we've never seen before loki probably one of my favorite animals i think that thing's so cool um <laughs> we have firebending and airbending um mm-hmm. and that is all we have for the first episode so nothing yet but we have the introduction to the whistle so that will be sticking around much more these rest of these episodes I'm so happy that we finally got the whistle making an appearance. I, I had been waiting for that to show up all season, and I was so happy that it was finally there. I oh, so there's more of the whistle. Oh, possibly. <laughs> I just forgot it wasn't in his possession yet. Yeah, oh, and we, okay. have, we have Katie Fox in the chat saying that, I generally tend to think that once you know one element, a lot of those skills translate to the other, other elements, and I think that's part of why Aang picked it up so quickly. That might Katie. come into play later yeah. on. We don't know. But yeah, are you guys ready to jump into episode 10? Oh, Heck we yeah. don't know. Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Elgin, you've, you've got a lot in store still. Plot twist. I've never watched the series in my life. Plot twist. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So jumping into episode 10, it's titled Jet. This episode to me really shows how much Sokka is actually the brains of the group. Am I alone thinking that? Really, Gunner, you have a different opinion? I want to know, Gunner, why do you say that? Sokka is very intelligent. We see that. He is a knucklehead, but I don't really know, actually, honestly, if I could say there is a true brain. So the person who is like, mm-hmm. they are the intelligence. Not to say like, oh, they're just the smart one. They don't have anything else to um, portray because all of them are smart in different ways. Katara right. and Aang are emotionally smart. Uh, he's strategically in combat smart for his age at the moment, but I don't know if there's actually a brains. Momo. Momo's the brains of the operation. <laughs> Default. It's always Momo when we need a suggestion. Just to, to Momo. Yeah, but I specifically say that because uh, Sokka is the one that realizes, hey, we can't keep flying everywhere because Appa's a giant bison in the sky. And as far as everyone is aware, there's only one of those in the world. So the Fire Nation can pretty easily figure out who is on board with that right now. And then also, he's the one who is the one he is the one who quickly realizes jet is not fully who he thinks he is or who he presents himself to be but i love the introduction of jet and his freedom fighters i think them taking down a whole group of fire nation soldiers like this is a quick and easy way for them to just to just show oh these guys are capable fighters elgin what did you think when we met the group for the first time before everything is revealed about these guys that was good that you said that. Yeah. Um, I thought it was cool how they just took down a whole mini army of firemen. I think that was a great introduction uh, of introducing these characters specifically and a little bit later fighting, you know, where they get their resolve from and, and you know, what drives them as a characters through the obstacles that they're facing. So I really did like that introduction of those characters. Yeah, I also think the show does a very good job trying to make us have sympathy with Jet as well, because mm-hmm. we learned quickly that his, both of his parents were mm-hmm. killed by the Fire Nation, 
So that's even more of a reason than Sokka and Katara have because they just lost their mother. So that also quickly forms a bond there. And in my mind, that's kind of the writers being like, oh, he's lost a parent as well to the Fire Nation. Obviously, he is a good guy that we should be siding with. Mm-hmm. But then they quickly turn that on their heel. And again, Sokka's with them when Jet just attacks a very old, elderly, just Fire Nation soldier. Do you guys have any sympathy for Jet in this moment, Gunner? Is he justified in attacking him because he's a Fire Nation uh, like civilian? Or what are your opinions on that? This is the death, the, the defining moment between Katara and Sokka and Jet because Katara obviously is not the confrontational one. She sees the good in people. Sokka is 100% the bitter of the two, wanting to think all Fire Nation is evil. We've seen this repetitiously throughout the episodes, like Dirty Fire Nation, the monsters. But Jet is the true bad side of that coin because he shows the bitter and the revenge-seeking mindset that comes with loss and pain and thinking you need to avenge the fallen when really Sokka and Katara just want justice and he wants revenge. Yeah, that's a great point. That's something I noted down as well. It's that you can see how differently Katara and Sokka approach the Fire Nation versus Jet, where Jet doesn't want any Fire Nation soldiers around, even if it means sacrificing innocent civilian people. Mm -hmm. Whereas Sokka, he hates the Fire Nation as much as everybody else, but he doesn't want to risk even a single innocent person's life to chance getting rid of the Fire Nation. Hmm. I just think that's a very effective way for them to show how exactly they're two different sides of the same coin like that. Yeah, so end of the episode. What's up, Elgin? What do you want to say? I think you guys are missing a big point here. Like, Hmm. why is Katara trying to get with Jet when she's supposed to be with Aang? Like, I just... Wait, wait, wait. It's not working for me here. It's not. You think... Wait, do you think Katara and Aang have something? What? That is so I mean, they should. Like, how you just go get to this guy, you just met him the first hour, you're already in love with him. You know what? Katara kind of made me mad this episode. I'm not even... I'm just... Wow. Going back to that, there is one joke at the very beginning of the episode, which I find very funny in Uh. retrospect, where Sokka's like, yeah, I've kissed girls. You've just never (laughs) met them. And I'm like, Sokka... Really? The only girl in your village close to your age is Katara. Who have you been kissing? No, I this is her. weird. Never met them. I've met Grand Grand. No, it's not Grand. Oh gosh, that line that was hilarious. Always get me. I will always laugh about joke. Yeah, Elgin, you are right. They do have a little bit of a tease for Katara and Jet at the beginning, which mm-hmm. I'm happy about because at the very end of the episode, she wants to believe Jet is a good guy so badly but i love the fact that Sokka being missing and jet talking bad about Sokka. Mm-hmm. i love the fact that that is what gets katara to turn on jet where no matter how much Sokka and katara have been fighting they are siblings they have each other's backs more than they have mm-hmm. anybody else's excluding ang he's practically their family at this point but them using family to really connect those two really just hits at home for me that this is an amazing show yeah yeah do you guys have any final thoughts on this episode before we go to the lesson for it oh just my lesson i have my lesson now elgin do you have any final thoughts on jet and like katara's romance 
hell. We're just going to scoop that aside. I'm just scooping my lesson. Wait, all right. I want all right. to Sorry. 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 No, you guys are good. I have a question for Elgin in the prediction part, so mm -hmm. I'll follow up later. All right, great. Okay. So, Elgin, let's start with you. What is the lesson that you took away from this episode? Um, never trust a fake friend. Um, you know, that's that's pretty much that. <laughs> yeah, we quickly saw that Jet only wanted Katara and Aang's help when he saw that they were benders. They were benders, yeah. Like, if it wasn't for them, like, being able to bend, Jet probably would have thrown them into the village along with the Fire Nation soldiers, honestly. Probably. Yeah. Gunnar, what did you take your lesson away to me? Well, thank you, actually, to you, Eric, for the last comment you just made, because the real lesson here is to remember who, where your loyalties lie and remember that your family must come always first. That is either blood mm -hmm. or and that is where you must reside in. Yeah, that's a good point, too. For me, my lesson is Sokka was right. Trust your gut, especially if mm -hmm. you are having these bad feelings so quickly like that. Pretty much trust your gut right there. Oh, and Katie Fox made a comment that our producer, Ryan Nilsson, is really going to enjoy, especially on today of all days. Katie says, Jet gave in to his anger and turned to the dark side of the force. Oh, oh, oh man. <laughs> Thank you, Katie, for bringing up Star Wars on that. There we go. Love it. All right. So, Gunnar, let's head back to you. Let's go. How close did we get for Bingo in this episode? Oh, wow. Thank you for bringing that up once again we uh, well what are you guys predictions what do you think we got we had the bison whistle last episode we had some new character introductions but i've i think i don't think we got it again this episode yeah i don't think so you both are correct we have no bingo this week as we are seeing up on the board now we have some water bending we had some very short amount of firebending, no earthbending, two episodes in a row without earthbending, which is very sad. We have some new animals, which, which are called hog monkeys, I learned, which was the first creature that's got Momo trapped, and that's what Aang released. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, okay. We have some awesome boomerang bending going on. Yep. We have new characters, that is Jet and the Freedom Fighters. And we have obviously Katara mentioning her mother because mm -hmm. it's in five minutes. So, what else would Katara talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't realize that they that joke, but I was like, wow. Once I saw the bingo board with that comment, I was like, she talks about her a lot. It's a valid thing to talk about, but it comes up a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and we have Reagan cool. in the chat right now saying, the yip-yip in this episode has such power. Just how cold Sokka is oh, to yip, chat yip. when he says yip-yip at the end <laughs> is great. Yip-yip. Oh, and Gunnar, you were right. That boomerang throw at the beginning, perfect. There are just some great... That boomerang does some amazing work in this series, and it makes me so happy when we have those moments. Yeah, and if we had had one mention of uh, Zuko's honor, we would have had bingo right there. Wow. It would have been great. That Thanks. would have been fantastic. All right, yeah, so that about wraps up for this episode right now. Before we finish up, Elgin, what are your predictions for the next few episodes? Oh, for the next few episodes, okay. Um, I'm really at a loss right now. I don't know what's gonna happen after this. I I know like the ending of that last episode. Like we're gonna see Jet again. I don't think that that situation is wrapped up entirely. But so yeah, that's as far opinion. as we know, Jet is still stuck frozen to a tree right now. So I have a Katara just here. left him there. Yes, which I love that moment because this is our first use of 
uh, density shifting in water, which I love seeing that go from yes. water to ice. Elgin, then I have a, a prediction question. Mm -hmm. What would you like to see, or what do you think is going to happen in Jet? Where, if you could write the next few episodes or his storyline, where do you see it going? Yeah, if he problem. comes into play, if he comes into play with no spoilers, I will say. If he comes into play, and maybe him being tempted to do, do you think they could have a sufficient redemption arc for him? Oh, now I'm thinking about you. They try to kill a whole bunch of kids and elderly <laughs> people. That, yeah, um, awkward. Yeah, Elgin, he wanted to flood an entire village of people. Yeah, I forgot about that. Or a, like, basically a, a squadron of Fire Nation. He said, oh, 40 people, but there's seven Fire Nation? Got it. Easy decision. Yeah, so Elgin, do you think he could be redeemed at this point? Maybe not. Yeah, we might just have to get rid of him at some point. Just to wrap that all the way up, you know, tie up those loose ends. Just kill them all. <laughs> What a, what a drastic change, Elgin. It's not. It's I not know. I'm, I'm really shifting today. It's not summer. So like he could say frozen that tree for the next like nine months. He's, yeah. He's First, time. Elgin <laughs> wants him to be redeemed, and now he's like, knock. <laughs> My goodness, yeah, Elgin. He might just have to go. Just all keep right, away from Katara. Do you guys have any last uh, comments on these two episodes before we wrap it up today? No. Just keep on watching along with us. Yes. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in right now. That means so much to us. And once again, After Buzz TV is the ESPN of TV talk. We know you guys have a lot of things you could be watching during quarantine right now. So thank you so much for tuning in with us. Podcast streaming service, or just shout me out on Twitter with or Instagram with those hashtags. Yep. Elgin, where can people find you now? All right. You got a new producer. Right. All right. Thank you guys. <laughs> Alexis will be back with us next week. You guys can follow her online as well. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at EricJoel11. Once again, AfterBuzz is the ESPN of TV talk. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and we'll see you guys next week. Have a good see one. Next week, Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. Hmm. <laughs> 